Hello. Welcome back to the Bible Study Girl podcast. This is Sarita. You probably know me as Bible Study Girls. Girl, not girls with an S. It's just one of me. And dramatically sighing. Prophecy. A prophecy? Dramatically sighing. In the background is the executive producer of this podcast, Bible Study Brother. What's up? <laughs> Y'all, that's your boy. <laughs> uh, Bible Study Brother, also known as Icarus Gray, over at Gray Area Anime. All right, go check him out. I like that one. You like it? I like it too. That was more natural transition, and it felt really, really nice. Great job, bro. (laughs) Took you a season, but you got it. Oh, it did. (laughs) Speaking of seasons, later. Yeah, we'll talk about seasons in this season of the Bible Study Girl podcast later. But today, we also have another very special guest. And we're going to let the music play longer than what we normally do so she can... She's enjoying herself, apparently. She is. She's bobbing her head to the beats. It's none other than Bible Study Mama. Hey, everybody. That's all you got? That's all I got. Oh, I thought you were going to have some nifty uh, dip music out. <laughs> what? The music. No, never mind. I'm sorry that I asked for you to because have I more. I said I was going to actually do this. Keep talking. Keep talking. <sighs> Just keep talking. I'm sorry. In the house. In the house. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sorry that I asked for her to give more. What you gave was sufficient, Mom. Okay. Okay, thanks. I'm glad to be here today. And I'm glad to have you. Um, I'm glad we had a little bit of fun. A little bit of fun. I think this entire episode, won't it won't be humorous, uh, but I think that... Um, I mean, maybe there are humorous stories. You've told some. Oh, OMG. I have a great humorous story about my time. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. That exactly. So there are, there are funny points. Um, but today's show has a a bit of a more serious tone because we're going to talk about a very serious situation and topic. And I invited Bible study mom, um, on the podcast today. We both have, um, experiences, in common, um, I personally won't be going into too much personal detail about some of my experiences, but I felt like this was a great platform for us to um, talk. And so I invited her on the show. We both went to Haven. I went in December of 2019, and you what went is Haven? Uh, in February 2020. February 2020. And Haven um, is a four-day retreat for women who have survived childhood sexual abuse. Um, And it was a great experience um, for many, many different reasons. Um, And so I invited her on to talk about her experience at Haven, and I'm going to talk about my experience at Haven as well. I will start off by saying, though, I found out about Haven um, in October of last year. Our cousin was um, an ambassador for, like, a women's conference, and so she invited me to this women's conference. Um, There was a death in the family, and then she wasn't able to attend, but I still went to the conference and while I was there um, there were a variety of vendors and anybody that knows me knows that I love to shop shopping um, just gives me such joy <laughs> absolutely in the mic yes absolutely okay not get back like out of that. the mic like now you love to shop okay thank you 
I just, I don't know what I'm going to do with her, y'all. <laughs> and so anyway, um, at the conference, um, the vendors went around and they introduced themselves and told a little of their stories. It was a women's conference, told a little bit of their stories and told a little bit about their products. And there was a lady there that was selling unique makeup. Um, and that's unique with a Y, Y-O-U-N-I-Q-U-E. And she was saying um, that she, um, now this was like, this lady didn't know us, you know, it's just, it's just a conference, and I'm so thankful that she felt moved to share her experience. She was saying um, that p- part of Unique, um, they have a foundation. It's I probably should have the website, but anyway, um, part of Unique's foundation, uh, they work on help I guess one of the founders wives or she might be part of the founder herself anyway she's a survivor of childhood sexual abuse so she created a foundation that helps women deal with the trauma that results from childhood sexual abuse anyway um and that the services are absolutely free um it's a and I I was like, is this really true what this lady is saying, that there's some place I can go to talk about my childhood sexual abuse and it's free, like no cost to me? Is this really real? Um, So like I said, I was very grateful that the woman was willing to share her story because, you know, I wouldn't know that just looking at her. You don't know that about anybody just looking at them. Um, And so I was grateful that she shared her story. Now, while I was at the conference, I wasn't boohooing and crying and like, ooh, girl, that's me. That's my testimony. I just stuck a pen in it and was like, when I get home, I'm going to Google this and see if it's true. So I went home. I Googled it. Um, Haven Retreat. Um, it's called the Unique Foundation. Thank you so much, Bible Study Mama. Um, so I went home, Googled it. I'm like, okay. It's saying that all you have to do is apply um, you pay for your transportation there and back, but everything else is taken care of for you when you get there. Um, and I was like, okay, I'll apply and see what happens. Typically, I think women, um, have a very long wait to get in. Like I said, this is in October of last year that I found out this information I applied and, in November, they were like, okay, we have an opening for you. You can come in December. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and let me put a pin in this and say that Haven, um, they now have a location in Georgia, and they have a location in Utah. I live in Little Rock, Arkansas. So the Georgia location is much closer, but the opening that they had was in Utah. Now, let me say, I had, I have not ever had a desire to go to Utah. And in the past, you never wanted to see the Utah Jazz play or basketball game? Of course not. You know, I've only been to one professional uh, NBA basketball game in my entire life. Go Rockets. Yeah. 
And that's just because I live. That's not my team, but that's sorry. It is my basketball team. team. We'll talk about my. Have we ever talked about my teams on this show? We will talk about my teams. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, (laughs) but all right. You guys need to know which teams I'm rooting for in each professional uh, (laughs) organization. Oh my God. Not necessary. It is necessary. So it is. You're going to love it. You're going to love my reasoning. I think they will. So anyway, um, I never had a desire to go to Utah. Um, didn't know anybody in Utah. When I think of Utah, I just think of Mormons. But, you know, I had to push past a lot of my reservations and a lot of my fears because I was really hurting. And that's a uh, my childhood sexual abuse is an area that I had not really addressed. Um, we touched on it in therapy um once maybe twice and it was too much for me I was like I can't handle this so we need to kind of go on talk about something else I literally couldn't handle it so I thought maybe going here being around people that I didn't know at all um Maybe it would be helpful for me. And that should give you a sense of just how desperate I was. The fact that I was willing to, as a black woman, to go off into the mountains of Utah. Because, like, the description says, like, you won't have cell service. As a black woman, my thought process is. Get out. Yes, they could kidnap me, do something crazy to me. But at this point, I'm so desperate that, hey, you know. What's worse, dying or continuing to walk around in this life dead, really? It's like, what are your options? So um, I told them, yes, I'm coming. Now, here's the other thing. I had, um, you know, my failed engagement last year. We had, well, Bible study mama was gracious and provided me a loan for some honeymoon flight tickets and wedding canceled. So I have these airline credits. So that is why I had enough money to get my flight to Utah on short notice. So I didn't, I had enough money to get to Utah. I had enough money for one night in a hotel. Cause I, um, I was flying there on the day that the retreat started, um, but I was going to have to spend the night, the night the retreat ended. So I needed enough money for one night in a hotel. Um, so I had enough money to get all that stuff done. Long story short, the Lord provided. He made a way. He was like, girl, go. And, you know, I am self-employed. Well, I was self-employed at the time. Now I'm somebody's employee. Help me, Jesus. Anyway, I was self-employed at the time. Uh, and so just with everything going on, I had to make a choice. Girl, do you want to continue to work and work and work and not be well and be whole? Or do you want to go somewhere and get some help? You know, part of my struggle was I'm going to be missing out on this money from work. Um, but then the other part was like, you are not whole. You are not healthy. You are not functioning in a healthy way. So, um, 
you need to go and get some help. What did you think, Bible study mama, when I told you that I was going off to Utah with people you didn't know that I didn't know for four days? I think a part of me was anxious, but the other part of me was glad that um, you were going to be able to get the help that you needed. Because I remember when we went um, to the session at the at our psychiatrist, um, it was it was devastating to me, um, and I knew that you needed to go and get help. Mm-hmm. So, Did you have any thoughts, Bible study brother, about me going off into the wilds in the wilderness? Uh, anytime you try to go get help anywhere, I'm like, yes, go do. Okay. My, my support for you is different. Like if you say, I need help, and you're like going to go do something, I ain't never been like, yeah, I don't know. Like I might share some of your jokes about it because that makes us both more comfortable about whatever it is that we're talking about um but with that especially because a lot of things were opening for me whenever there's um underlying angers or angst within you i just be like whatever you got to do because you will destroy the earth (laughs) (laughs) if you do not and (laughs) i'm a part of that earth (laughs) so destroyed (laughs) yeah when i get angry it's not cute i mean it's just like when you're burned or 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 like when you want to disconnect it literally because of everything you are is supremely impactful it's fire starter yeah Mm -hmm. and so i okay can we reiterate too that it is it is i'm going in december and I'm going into the mountains of Utah. It does not get that cold here in Arkansas. So mm. I had to go like I'm borrowing winter apparel from my mother because she's always oh, yeah. she lives life like it is Utah. And it's not <laughs> in Arkansas. And it's never been that it's in ne- Arkansas. But you know, she always gets so cold. So I was like, oh, I know the person that has like <laughs> We may have hit negatives like on it's been some years. random day, yeah, it's been but okay. we've hardly I, ever like it'd be thirties and twenties. A facility that believes that fifty degrees is normal temperature, but also fifty degrees is not Utah. But you had she had the supplies. This is what, is what I'm saying. saying. <laughs> like you're still proving saying. our point. Yeah, like, like fifty she, ain't negative fifteen. She had the supplies for me, so I whatever I I prepared myself. You know, I hadn't flown on an airplane in years. I hadn't flown on an airplane since I moved back from Houston. So that was like eight at the. It was like eight years ago. I got you beat. Yeah, you. It's been a long time. Twenty child. Yeah, you were a child. But I did a lot of flying back and forth um, I when I lived in Houston. It's really about to be thirty. Yeah, he hasn't flown since we had our first flight. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He's lived a different life than me, sister. I get on the we, we planes. Dri- and we I drives. Go, yeah, we. It's a. Well, we, I mean, the reason we drive, and we're getting off topic here, but the reason that we drive a lot is because I want to be able to see I get it. the country. I do too. So what know, I'm saying okay, is it had been a long time since I had been on an airplane. The last time I got on an airplane, I needed a seatbelt extender. 
And that was another reason I really don't like to fly anymore. Cause like, girl, you have gotten way too big. If you have to be the big girl, that's like, excuse me, flight attendant lady. Can you, I need, yeah, extend. So anyway, uh, long story short, uh, the day is fastly approaching. Um, I'm not telling anybody really that I'm going to Utah because they're going to ask why this is weird. This is random. It's not planned, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, that was weird for me. And also I had just really in September of last year is when I started writing BibleStudyGirl.com blogs every day. So I'm going to be in the mountains for four days. How, you know, if this is your assignment and your call on my life, how is this, how is this then going to work? So before I left, I, um, I was riding on the plane. Um, I was trying to figure out how to schedule posts cause I didn't want to miss a day while I was off trying to get help. Um, and I will say guys, he provided like I, I wrote, um, uh, on my way there. And also people sent me posts to write for the blog anonymously. So that helped less I have to do, but God provided. And I talked to Bible study mom and I'm like, Hey, I have programmed it so that they will come out <laughs> on time. I just need for you to share it on your page. It'll be good. It'll be fine. Everything's going to be great. So she agreed to that. Um, so you forget one little thing. What? You had also received a little animal. Oh, I forgot. Before, another reason I was mm. hesitant is because I had my lovely cat, the love of my life, Fitzgerald. Yeah. <laughs> and although cats are pretty independent, they still need to be fed. Uh, he has a water fountain. I forgot about my yeah. fit schedule. <laughs> He has a water fountain, um, and I think I I thought about having Bible study brother go over and give him some food every didn't day. Didn't think I did. <laughs> no, you didn't. She kept. She kept, but oh no, she, where were you? I. She probably made you go like touch him. I think you went and touched him every day because she wasn't touching him. Uh, right. This must have been another time where I had to get no, up no, and no. feed no, him. No, 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 no. You never had to feed him. Not I here. There was another time where you went out of town oh, yeah. where I had to get that up in the morning and yeah. feed him. Oh, no, That's yeah. all I'm talking about. All yeah. right, there we go. He he lived with me and he, he slept in the bed no, with me. No, I remember me this. And, he did not uh, sleep in the bed with you. Yes, he did. You let him sleep in the bed with you? I let him sleep in the bed with me. <laughs> I feel like this is a lie from the pit. It is not. Because I think you said you closed the door because he had his bed or something there. No, 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 no. He slept with me every night. I think she I allowed him I think, because that's how she had I think conditioned him and I didn't want it not Do you to remember be this story? Way. Does this seem like a true story? I believe it's a true story. It's a she true was, story. She was I traumatized. never had to touch him though. She was traumatized. Uh, she, I would use the blanket or something <laughs> and push him out of my way. Or if he got too close to me while I was sleeping, I would get up out of the bed and go like Walk away for a little while and then get back in the bed and just kind of shoo him off to the side because All right, we're getting he liked to cuddle and he's, I was like he's a nighttime cuddler. No, sir. See, I told her I thought you left the door closed the first no, night. You no, did? no, no, no. You I were didn't. nice to him. That's I was nice. nice. I thought she. I would. could swear you left the door closed the no, first night. Didn't. Oh. Didn't. <laughs> Didn't. Well, she may have, but we won't ever know. Okay, uh-huh. so listen, guys. I so that was that was another big thing. Like, what am I going to do with this cat? 
I don't know what to do with this cat. He needs to be fed. I, like I said, talk to, excuse me, Bible study brother a little bit. So anyway, all that stuff is situated, taken care of. Cats taken care of. And one of the things about the retreat is that, like, I would not have cell phone access. We're up in the mountains. The information I'm telling you is all the information I had. I did not have pictures. I had no, like, I went into this blind. Mm -hmm. Like, you say this is going to help me, and I'm desperate. I'm willing to get the help. So I went, um, like I said, I went into this blind. Everything has been taken care of. I'm on the plane. When I got off the plane, I had to wait for them to come pick me up from the airport. Um, and when the lady came out with her sign, like, if you're here, I don't remember what the sign said or whatever. And as I'm, like, walking towards the sign, there are women from all over that have been sitting there with me the whole time that I didn't even know. Um, but we're all grouped around this lady. Um to take us off to Haven. And let me tell y'all, I think that's when my nerves really started to like tingle and settle in. And we couldn't talk to you for a week. That was awesome. Right. You couldn't talk to me. I had no cell phone service. Like we left from the airport and went straight to the retreat, which is in the mountains of Utah. I must say though, Utah is very beautiful. Like very beautiful. Very beautiful. On our way there, I was like, wow, you know, I never really thought much about this part of the country, but it was gorgeous. You know, it's December, snow-capped mountains, there's snow on the ground. It was beautiful. Um, so we're going through this canyon on our way um, to Haven, and we get there, and I was amazed. I was oh. Amazing. I was floored. It was gorgeous. When I think of going to get help, okay, I thought I was going to like uh again my expectation like some sort of hospital, not necessarily not, a hospital, but I mean like a like, campus looking. Yes, or even like a a log cabin in the woods. Mm. That's not what it was. It was the largest most beautiful mansion i have ever in my life seen and the whole point of the week and the whole focus of the week was having people take care of your every need physically so that you could focus on the emotional and get in touch with your pain and give you tools to start to heal from your trauma and it was a very it was a life-changing experience for me I'm so glad I went and it was completely free like I mean um it really makes me think of what Jesus did for us on the cross like he paid it all so that we could have um freedom and and new life and I that is uh what I came away from the retreat with it gave me a chance to verbalize things out loud that I never said before and really just spend time with myself and just think you know separated from my family my friends um and work on me and work through my issues so I'm so extremely grateful that I took that chance because 
there was a lot of things that could have prevented me from really going ahead and going through with it. Um, I had to be willing and desperate enough to like grasp on to this new experience. And I do have an incredibly funny story. Should we tell my funny story now mm-hmm. or later? Okay. So I shared the room with three other ladies. Um, like I said, the rooms are gorgeous. It's, I don't, I don't even really honestly have words to describe what the experience was like. Anyway, I chose to have a bed um, on top. They had like a ladder that you could climb. You a bunk bed? I, yeah, it's a bunk bed, but like I literally had to go up the steps to like. And she's short. I'm sure. I don't sure. know if ever said this. Um, but it wasn't a ladder. It was literal steps I had to walk up to get to where I slept oh. in the room every night. Okay. It was real cute though. So listen. I had to go potty. Woke up in the middle of the night. I had to go potty. I'm very much aware. If you've read the blog, you know I'm clumsy. It's nothing for me to fall. Uh, So, middle of the night, I am coming down these steps. I'm trying to be real quiet and respectful. And I'm holding on to the railings. And I just slid. My feet were slick. I just slid. Boom. All the way down. Woke everybody in the room up because I, boom, I landed. And my roommate is like, are you okay? I was like, I am fine. Really, I was honestly surprised that I did not wet myself. Because it was a hard landing, man. I was like, okay, that hurt. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. And the next morning, uh, one of my roommates was like, yeah, I peeked over. And all I saw, I saw you sitting with your arms stretched out, holding the rail. <laughs> but you said you were fine. Yes, I'm, 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 okay. I'm okay. I'm okay, guys. Uh, but so I did. I'm glad I can laugh at myself now and like not. I was like. Girl, you can't act right. Anyway, um, but the experience was amazing. Like, we had a chef. All our meals were catered. Beautiful outside. We did group therapy. Um, We took classes. It was just a transformational experience for me. So I'm so glad I went. And after I went, I was like, you know what? I can't keep this to myself. Like I have but, but, to. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Um, are you wanting to do this at the end? Like what you gained and things of that nature? Because from your experience, like, because I know you can't talk a lot. I mean, a lot about like what happened there, and right? Else because that is a part of the fact of, of the safety, right? You, of Haven is you need to be, have a place where you feel safe. You need to have a place where you can talk. Um, heal, etc. Um, but in lieu of that, like, what are some of the takeaways that you got? Um, not just to share with other people, but for yourself. The number one thing, I well, there are several things I learned. One thing is that a lot of my independence and I'm going to do it my way. 
um, a lot of that is a trauma response. Like when you are experience trauma as a child, when your brain is still forming, um, it messes up your development, your uh, emotional development. So a lot of my responses to people are not healthy responses and someone who has not been traumatized does not have the same reaction. Mm -hmm. Things that I thought were normal ways of thinking are not normal ways of thinking. They are a result of trauma. And I, I also learned that I have to retrain my mind and that's not easy. Mm -hmm. Um, it takes, um, you have to be gracious with yourself. You have to be patient with yourself. But I also will have to be very intentional to retrain my mind. It's not something that's just going to happen. I can't pray it away. It's something I have to work at. Right. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest jewels I got is that, because um, it's easy, you know, I think that's one reason I love talking on the podcast and being open because you can think that what you think is normal because everyone around you mm -hmm. thinks the same way or behaves that same way. And it's not normal and it's not healthy. Um, but because you don't talk to other people, you don't expand your circle. You don't know that you're living a toxic life. And so I think, like I said, just learning that I react from a place of trauma most of the time, it was very helpful for me. And so I have to be very intentional about moving beyond that and past that. So that right. was one of um, the biggest things I've learned. Because you um, even came back and said, you know, about allowing people to help you and trust people in a different way. Right. Um, because I remember you'd be like, you know, we, we have a thing. Um, that runs in our family, which basically is I'm only going to ask you once to do something for me. If you do not, then it's I don't done. trust that you're going to do it. And I'm just going right. to do it myself. It ain't nothing. Right. It's not. Well, and we could see that as there's nothing against you or whatever the case may be. But that, like you said, that's a toxic issue. It's like people toxic. are going to fail. Like it's just inherent in people's nature. And even though I know that about myself, like I said, it is something that I have to work mm -hmm. on. I'm not fully at the place where I let everybody help me. Um, and it's crazy because just this week at work, I had to test a kid. And so I was gathering testing materials. The kid is with beside me. And like one of the tests is in a big bulky box. And I gave him the protocol to hold because it's a piece of paper and you can hold a piece of paper while I get all this other stuff together. And my coworker's coming out of her office and she was like, do you need help? And I was like, no, I got it. I'm fine. And then the next thing I said was, you know what? That really literally makes no sense. I need to learn to let people help me. I was like, I'm working. Like I'm literally saying this to her. I'm working on letting people help me. Because you asked me if I need help. Clearly, I do. I'm just used to doing it for <laughs> myself. Um, so, yeah. 
that was one of the most important things. So I think we can. Yeah, you can do your thing now. Uh, uh, so I'm going to talk to Bible study mama about her experience some, but we're going to talk about that on the next podcast. So hopefully you guys got some. Well, you can finish your statement of I went and I thought it was so good that I didn't want to keep it to myself. Oh, I, so I came uh, and shared. Yeah, I thought it was so good. I did not want to keep it to myself. I did not. Um. So I made a post about it on Facebook. I was very vocal. Of course, that led to uh, some blowback, like from my biological father. We got into a whole, um, he was outraged that he left me in the care of my mother and this happened to me. Now, mind you, we, we're we not going to talk about my daddy and what we he did. We did daddy issues. Yeah, we did <laughs> daddy issues. Y'all but can like, go watch, listen to them. But, like, it was... We do need to do an update at some point, though. Okay. So, it was like... Okay, here I am. Sorry, y'all. Ow. You all right? Uh, yeah. I'm do fine. you need help? I have a nurse here. <laughs> <laughs> you good? Okay. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Off duty. N- never. You are always on, I was going to say, you've been off duty your whole life. Ever. You used to be on duty at church. Remember when you used to have the nurse's uniform on and the white hat? You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember okay. that. Or it was like when she would have to go in the eye. Somebody, hmm, Beverly. Come on. Come on. Somebody, passed out. Yeah, somebody's hurt. You better come over here. Anyway, so you're never off duty. Uh, what was I saying? So I had a lot of blowback, a lot of... Even, you know, I'm in a place where I'm trying to get healing. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be whole. And you're worried about seeking justice for the things that happened to me when I was a child and telling me that if I don't tell you who violated me, then that must mean I wanted it. That must mean I liked it. Sir, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus in a that's all I got to say about that. But I think that is probably a lot of reason why people don't want to disclose or say that something happened to them that was traumatic because you get those yeah. kinds of reactions. So, Well, if you because then at that point, instead of it being, well, how does she feel? How is she interpreting this? It's this is how I would handle the situation. This is my interpretation. And if you do not do the things that are within my interpretation, then you are incorrect. And you are dealing with your trauma incorrectly. And, you know, it could have all been solved before now. Like right. people, like that's more the, and again, you have to think about it. And specifically sometimes in the black community, this is not a, it, it's, it's a joke in it a is, lot of different it is, ways. It's a like, joke in a lot of ways. It's something we do not address. We address it. We just address it as a joke. Like we've had, and I say this all the time, one of the biggest glaring things is in comedy, you always see people talking about that uncle that's like, oh, who you related to? Right. Oh, who, who you mama? You related? Right. And that's speaking to the rampant things that kind of happen right. without saying anything because that's people's, and then people are like, hey, girl, come here. Yeah. Like, and you have people saying this stuff, but we don't have a further conversation. We it's, a, don't. it's a warning without actually explaining. Like we know this guy is a predator, so yeah. And we don't we don't remove them. We don't. It's it's they're, it's, they're it's, still it's there. another thing. So. And so, um, yeah, I think that is a great stopping point for my um, discussion, and I'm sure we'll get into that more. Yeah, um, and you did a little bit more about the uh, the spiritual and healing aspects on the on um, in in the blog. I did. Um. So. 
Look at you. Look at you. I might not read every day, <laughs> but I know what I know when I know it. <laughs> and what I know is that you can find blog posts every day over at BibleStudyGirl.com. Uh, you can hit us up on Instagram at underscore Bible Study Girl on Twitter at Bible Study Girl, the number two. Um, we have Facebook. Bible study girl go like and you'll get the updates on the podcast and blogs and we also have an email where we are soliciting your guests if you want to come on and talk about your faith journey or something spiritual that has impacted you in your life send all of those inquiries to bible study girl 2019 at gmail.com or you can also email at gray area anime um, in that way, like if you miss me, you'll or miss her, you'll also be able to get me um, there. Uh, so go and do that. And remember that it is not you preach, they preach, she preach or the world preaches. But technically, it's we preach. And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah.